0: Hey there, everybody. It's Jason. We've, and by we, I basically mean me. Uh, I'm always looking for more things to keep me busy. Um, And in that uh, uh, pattern, or in that vein, I have kind of been toying with the idea for a while of doing a uh, semi-regular sort of news segment uh, for the show. I don't have a name for it right now. I'm sure as you're listening to this, it's probably got a name there Uh, but it'll just kind of be like a, you know, every once in a while in the Savage Land feed, uh, if there's a, a heavy news week or something I feel like talking about, um, then I'll probably just add this in, uh, in addition to whatever our regular episodes are. This week was tremendously heavy, uh, on, on nerd news, comic book news, uh, entertainment news, all that stuff. And so I was you know, I, I don't know. I just kind of felt like, uh. Uh, talking about it a bit because it's it's all uh, a bit a bit crazy some of it really awesome and some of it really not awesome so i figure might as well uh get into it so the first kind of big news this week is uh out of of star wars land out of that big old expansive universe it's about to get bigger uh, because ryan johnson who is the writer and director of star wars the last jedi has just been signed on to create an all-new star wars trilogy this is separate from uh his you know, from from the Skywalker saga, as they call it, episodes one through nine, and however long that goes, uh, these will be basically, you know, side films. Uh, from what uh, the people at Lucasfilm say, this is something totally separate, uh, and, and out of a, a different corner of the Star Wars universe that hasn't been explored before. I'll give you the quote from uh, Kathleen Kennedy. She says, we all loved working with Ryan on the Last Jedi. Uh, he's a creative force, and watching him craft the Last Jedi from start to finish was one of the great joys of my career. Ryan will do amazing things with the blank canvas of this new trilogy. Um, and uh, I mean, basically, it's it. It looks like you know, it, it looks like we're getting new stuff in Star Wars. You know, it's hopefully at least from from everything they're saying. This is not something that's a retread of previous stories we've had or previous characters or anything like that. And so that's that's actually pretty exciting, at least for me. Uh, you know, Rogue One was fantastic. You know, I'm, I'm sure the Han Solo movie will end up uh, doing OK, despite all of its crazy issues. Um, but to have someone like Ryan Johnson, who has obviously impressed Lucasfilm with his take on Episode 8 and and, you know, it's I'm sure at this point, you know, pretty much finished. Uh, it seems like they like the final product, and obviously, with his movies like Brick and Looper, uh, he's he's proven himself to be a great director. And so, I'm excited to see what he brings not only to the Last Jedi, but uh, you know what details come out about this new trilogy in the future. So, great news. Uh, moving over to the comic book front, and this this is some of the biggest uh, comic book news that there's been in a long time in regards to creators. Uh, Because this week, a huge splash was made when Marvel superstar Brian Michael Bendis uh, was announced as signing an exclusive deal with DC Comics. Uh, He's been with Marvel for, geez, like over 15 years now, uh, at least, writing just about every character that you can think of uh, in the Marvel Universe, whether it be Avengers, you know, Iron Man, X-Men, uh, you know, Ultimate Spider-Man. Obviously, he wrote for I don't, what seems like forever, and you know, obviously a great run. We've talked about Bendis a lot on this show. Uh, he certainly has his his unique style that we've uh, uh, both loved and uh, gotten annoyed with at certain points. Uh. But it's very exciting that a writer like that, somebody who has done so much in crafting the Marvel Universe, not only in comics, but also in film, uh, he was in the Marvel Creative Committee when they first launched the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So he was instrumental in creating films like Iron Man, uh, Iron Man 2, Captain America, Thor, uh, the first Avengers movie. Um, he's, he, you know, he was, he was an integral part of Marvel Comics and Marvel Entertainment as they sort of like turned their ship around and, and, you know, led up to that big Disney buyout. And he's, he's been a huge part of the comics since then. Um, but obviously, you know, there, there wasn't that much more ground that he could have covered at Marvel. I know that a lot has been said about uh, him possibly writing a Fantastic Four series there in the past. But it doesn't seem like Marvel is necessarily interested in doing that at this point, at least. Uh, and so him coming to DC feels a little logical, me personally, even though I'm a huge DC fan, I would have liked to see uh, Bendis finally sort of accept that challenge that Robert Kirkman laid down so many years ago of going fully over to creator-owned work uh, and doing you know, image series or, or series for any of the other publishers. I'm sure that any creator-owned publisher would accept his pitch uh, in a heartbeat, considering the kind of numbers that he gets even on his lowest-selling series. Um, however... Uh, the possibility of Brian Bendis working, you know, and and it's not even a possibility anymore, but the the confirmation of him working uh, for DC Comics is is pretty exciting because this is a blank canvas that he's really never worked with before. He's had like one or two short stories for DC in the past, but he's never done a series for them. Um, and so I, I'm I'm curious and excited to see what comes out of this. Uh, I'll give you the quote uh, from DC here directly we are beyond thrilled to welcome brian michael bendis exclusively to the dc family with a multi-year multifaceted deal he's one of the premier writers in the industry having created so many unforgettable stories whether wherever he's been and we can't wait to see what he has planned for the dc universe uh i also think and, and i i am sure that this deal is also involving some sort of um some level of involvement in the dc extended universe the or the film universe whatever they're calling it because apparently the dceu is not the official name uh whatever they're calling that universe he he does at least you know sort of reading between the lines it feels like bendis will be involved in crafting the new direction for this universe as he did with uh with the marvel cinematic universe which is also exciting the combination of he and jeff johns uh john berg and some of the other people you know diane nelson that they have there Um, I think that they can really get this universe moving in some very exciting directions, you know, obviously piggybacking off of the success of Wonder Woman, uh, and, and what, you know, in my opinion, seems set to be an amazing film in Aquaman. Uh, I think Bendis brings a lot to the table. Um, there's certainly a lot of, uh, speculation on what Bendis will be doing for DC, um and it's uh it's kind of up in the air um you know we'll see what happens uh the general you know sort of fan response has been that most people seem to want him to be uh more on like a a solo type book you know focused on one character or another rather than a big team book uh personally for me i i might like to see a teen titans book of his however the current uh teen titans book is is pretty great from um ben percy and uh i think koi fam is the artist on that um however uh you know some people are saying like supergirl might be good uh or if he were to go back to his noir roots a uh, story about the question you know uh, which they haven't had a question series in a long time that would be great um it would be interesting to see him tackle something like hellblazer um something like that but it seems like a lot of people uh generally would prefer him to stay away from the big characters like superman or batman or, or someone like that um I I would love to see him go, you know, sort of closer to his noir roots with something like The Question or Gotham Central or if he, you know, it seems like Detective Comics kind of has like a, a multi-writer sort of team on it uh, recently. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but uh, it would be interesting to see him do something in the Batman universe or maybe in this new weird Scott Snyder, you know, Jim Lee side universe uh, that DC's doing. But either way, that's very exciting. Um And in response to uh, to the news, uh, a few people have kind of been teasing some stuff that could happen uh, as a result of this. Uh, Tom King, writer of uh, Batman and Mr. Miracle for DC, uh, recently tweeted out. He said, what's coming from DC? What other choice is there? We're going to we're going all in to bring you the best comics in the world. And Bendis is just the start. So it seems like there might be some more announcements of other creators coming to uh, to join the fold, res- or you know, uh, in in the near future. And some people have added fuel to that uh, speculation fire. Uh, Jonathan Hickman being one of them. He was you know the Marvel writer who killed the Marvel universe uh, a couple years ago with Secret Wars, and he's been doing image books and creator owned books since then. Uh, but he and Brian Michael Bendis have a, a very close relationship. Uh, they've been friends for a long time and, and Bendis was actually one of the people who was instrumental in bringing Hickman into Marvel in the first place. Uh, after the Bendis announcement, Hickman, uh, cleansed his entire Twitter account for some weird reason, uh, and then, uh, posted a picture uh a screen grab from dead Poets society of all of the kids standing on their uh chairs as they shouted oh captain my captain so he could possibly be teasing that he might be uh joining hickman in or sorry joining bendis in uh in switching over to dc from marvel uh which is very exciting to me uh on the heels of that another report was added that dc comics has made an offer to jonathan hickman after hickman pitched them a uh, legion of superhero well, after hickman pitched them something everybody seems to think it's legion of superheroes hickman's uh, expressed in the past that he'd love to do that um i think that's probably it i think he's probably pitched them a, a legion of superheroes series either way they've made him a uh, an offer and are waiting for him to either accept or uh, reject it negotiate whatever But it seems like it might be a lock that Hickman's coming over to DC. I don't know what this means for Frontier, the book that was supposed to be coming out a year ago, uh, that Hickman's writing and drawing. Um, But just the possibility of Hickman doing Legion of Superheroes gets me excited. I also kind of hope that this might involve uh, something with the Warren Ellis Wildstorm universe that DC's been putting out um because i think that he would be a perfect fit to work with you know warren ellis and brian hill uh, and some of the other creators that they have in that imprint uh or also with maybe the new vertigo uh relaunch granted i think that for creator-owned stuff he's probably just gonna go you know to image for anything that he has there but who knows he could surprise me uh having mark doyle in charge of of vertigo now is certainly tempting for any creator i'm sure uh but time will tell either way if if Hickman is going to DC that gets me probably even more excited than uh than Bendis um and uh as far as what's going on on the Marvel side of things uh <laughs> there's uh there's certainly you know a bit of rumors of what's going on there they you know is everyone panicking what does this mean for some of Bendis's creators like David Marquez, Sarah Pacelli, uh you know other people like that you know are more people going to be jumping ship along with bendis that he's worked with in the past what's going on you know what does this also mean for the titles that bendis previously wrote you know are there other writers kind of vying for his older books uh and friend of the show jim zub had some stuff to say about this on his uh his his infamous i don't know if it's infamous his fantastic blog uh he or tumblr page i don't know if he calls it a blog i'll call it a blog but he probably has a cooler term for it uh Somebody asked him, they said, now that Bendis is out, uh, does that mean other writers at Marvel fight for his titles? And Zub responded, yes, exactly. Oh, cool. Like, he's, you know, he's, he's telling us exactly what's going on there. He's giving us a bit of a, a peek under the hood, if you will. Uh, he goes on to explain, as I type this, Ed Brisson and I are standing over the corpses of Matt Rosenberg and Donnie Cates. It's a temporary Canadian alliance. I'll take him down when he's not looking. Charles Soule has barricaded himself into an adjacent office and is yelling legal threats through the flimsy office drywall. zadarsky has gone feral and is chewing on the rancid bone while muttering uh, something about finishing off Jason Aaron. Last time I saw G. Willow Wilson, she was pile driving Mark Wade through a glass top table. A new Marvel age is upon us. So that's, you know, much, much appreciated insight from Jim Zub there because it's, you know, we never know what's going on in that Marvel bullpen. Uh, So it's great to see that uh, all the creators are are falling in line and, and, you know, aggressively trying to fill those spots left by Brian Michael Bendis. Thanks for that insight, Jim Zub. Uh, Now, in other comic book news, uh, we heard recently uh, about Netflix acquiring Mark Miller's Miller World. That is, you know, the the creator-owned sort of imprint that he has had over the years to launch titles through Image Comics, Icon, um, I think a couple of other people, but I don't freaking remember. Uh, But Miller World is the umbrella under which you read stuff like Tokyo Ghost, Huck, um, uh, shoot, Jupiter's Legacy, Starlight, uh, you know, Kick-Ass was also under the Miller World title, Kingsman, obviously. Um, And so, you know, Netflix bought Miller World from... Uh, not even from Mark Miller, but they, they, they acquired it and then kept Mark Miller involved. Uh, and they said that their intention was to keep doing comics, not only to adapt those IPs for a Netflix series, but also to keep doing comics. And now they are uh, uh, staying true to their word, because Netflix has announced that uh, they have a new comic book series that they are publishing. It doesn't... I, I don't see anything here about them... Uh, making some sort of alignment with image or anybody else it seems like they are actually publishing it themselves Uh, but this new series is called magic order Uh, this is from mark miller obviously as the writer along with uh, artist uh, olivier coipel who was the artist on house of m as well as thor Uh, magic order is basically uh, combining uh, you know stuff like um, what do you say the the godfather you know sort of crime stories like that with you know magic uh you know fantasy type uh you know worlds he, you know it's 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 a mashup of the gangster genre and magical fantasy depicting a world where five families of magicians have secretly protected the world but are forced to take a threat that fa- or to take on a threat that faces them all um this uh new series much like every other mark miller series is going to run for six issues uh, and it's set to launch in the spring um i'm curious to see if this expands beyond just mark miller stuff if netflix starts to bring in other comic creators and launch a full publishing line of their own or if it you know it basically just sticks to the typical mark miller stuff uh if netflix is going to get in on the game then that will kind of be pretty huge i mean they've they've got a lot of power and i'm sure they have a lot of money to toss around to bring in big name creators you know maybe maybe brian bendis is going to regret signing with dc once uh, he sees the kind of paychecks people get from netflix who knows though uh either way it's a very exciting to see another company getting in on the game i think more comics uh creates better competition for everybody as we've seen with the rise of image comics over the last you know seven or eight years uh really reaching this renaissance uh in in more uh uh downtrodden and and kind of sad comic book news um denny o'neill the longtime writer of batman and also editor at dc comics uh from the 70s and 80s uh you know wrote fantastic stories of batman also wrote you know the heroes um uh green lantern green arrow series um what is hard traveling heroes that was what it's called uh you know legendary dc creator uh, his wife, Mary Fran O'Neill, uh, recently died. Uh, she lived from 1940 to, ni- or to 2017, obviously. She was uh, at the age of 77 when she passed on. That is obviously uh, terribly sad to hear. Losing a loved one is, is never easy. Um, and I know that that she, she meant a lot to, to Denny. He's talked before about uh, how their relationship came about and kind of the uh, I mean, it, it really, th- this would be a true, uh, fantastic, uh, romantic film uh, if if one could ever be made from a, a true story, because uh, they they certainly have a, a fantastic history together. If you go and listen to uh, Kevin Kevin Smith's Fat Man on Batman podcast, he had uh, a three part interview with Denny O'Neill. Uh, this was, I think, three years ago, uh, and he goes into full detail about how he and Mary Fran met. Um, and, and th- their whole story there. And it was, uh, tremendously heartwarming. She was actually in the room while he was telling that story. Uh, and so I know she meant a lot to him and it's always sad to hear, uh, when somebody loses a loved one like that. Uh, moving on to uh, the TV kind of side of things. Um, there have been a lot of announcements over the past you know year or so, uh, of a lot of comic books being bought options developed uh by various streaming sources and also tv series uh, one of which was umbrella academy from uh gerard way and gabriel baugh and they netflix has just announced that uh ellen page is going to be starring in this uh in this series which is pretty amazing i mean umbrella academy for those who haven't read umbrella academy is amazing uh gerard way who was the frontman from my chemical romance for all those you know emo kids like me from uh, the mid 2000s. Uh, he has a, uh, a tremendous comic book career uh, that he kind of started you know, amidst uh, his My Chemical Romance days and has continued on past. Um, Umbrella Academy may be uh, his best comic. And I am super excited to see it adapted to Netflix, uh, bringing on someone like Ellen Page, is super exciting. She's going to be playing uh, Vanya, who is the kind of the black sheep of this dysfunctional family. Um, and I, I think she's a great, great fit for that role. Uh, in other comic book adaptation news, Garth Ennis's series, The Boys, that he did with uh, Transmetropolitan artist Derek Robertson, uh, has just been announced at Amazon. Uh, they're adapting it for a series, and the series is going to be headed by Seth Rogen uh, and Evan Goldberg with uh a collaborator eric cripple uh writing it or Kripke sorry that was that was a mistake on my part eric kripke um it is an eight episode series order uh i'm assuming that uh you know dependent on how well those eight episodes go they will probably continue it for uh you know more seasons beyond that eric kripke was the super the creator of the show supernatural so he brings with him obviously a huge (laughs) successful resume, uh, from that CW show. Um, and, uh, it's, you know, they, they've also, I I don't know. I, am I'm excited, you know, uh, Rogan and Goldberg produced Preacher. They're also working on the, uh, movie for Invincible. Um, so they're no strangers to, uh, adapting, uh, comic books but they are also no strangers to adapting garth ennis's work you know preacher was a garth ennis series and and the boys was as well and and there's a lot of debate on which one was actually his better uh, accomplishment so i'm i'm curious to see what uh what types of things amazon can do with uh the boys also another uh comic book tv news deadly class uh the adaptation of rick remender and wes craig's comic book has announced its cast for their sci-fi tv series and uh, it's, it's pretty exciting. Uh, Benedict Wong from uh, The Martian and Doctor Strange is playing Master Lin, who's the headmaster. Uh, Benjamin Wadsworth is playing Marcus. Lana Condor uh, is playing Saya. Uh, Maria Gabriela de Feria, Ferri- de probably, is playing also Maria. That's, that's always fun. Do you think that's weird when you're an actor and you play a character who shares your same first name? It's always got to be a little weird. Um, Luke Tenney is playing Willie uh liam james is playing billy michael duvall is playing uh chico and the rest of the cast of of sort of regulars includes henry rollins uh um taylor hickson Sh- shabon williams uh jack Gallette, sean deppner and ryan robbins um i'm i'm excited to see this deadly class has become one of my uh favorite tv or sorry my favorite comic books of recent years and i think that uh sci-fi is making a huge push to kind of be taken more su- you know more seriously as a contender in the uh scripted television space and so uh, this will certainly be uh something to to look out for and something to watch as they kind of get their uh their programming lined up. I think Deadly Class is going to surprise a lot of people. The last bit of news I'll get into here is uh, actually also out of Star Wars uh, World Universe land place. It just barely uh, came across while I was talking to you here. Uh, they've also announced that there is a Star Wars TV show coming for the new Disney streaming app uh, because... The cable companies are all trying to figure out how they can still get money while Netflix is raking it all in. Uh so everyone's gonna launch their own streaming app, and that's super fun, right? Because we just need to spend a hundred dollars on TV every month again. Um But yeah, there Disney's announcing or Disney's launching a new streaming app. Uh there will be a Star Wars live action TV show as part of that. No details on what it is or you know what period, people, anything involved. Uh, they're also, you know, doing something with Pixar, and I'm sure they've got more announcements in the future. I'm positive one of these Marvel things is going to end up there. I'm betting it might be the New Warriors show that doesn't have a network currently. Maybe disaster or uh, Damage Control as well. We'll see. Uh, either way, uh, that is that's really all the news that we have for today. Uh, but what did I miss? You know, or or what's your take on all this stuff? Any feedback? do you want to hear more of these news segments on our show or in our feed? Uh, please let us know. you can uh, find us letters at savagelandpodcast.com is our email address. You can also find us on Twitter at savagelandpod and Facebook and Instagram at Savageland Podcast. Let us know your take on all this news. Uh, what do you want Brian Bendis to be writing at DC? What do you think he'd be good at? What do you want him to stay away from? uh do you want jonathan hickman to head over to dc are there any other creators that you think should jump ship or or vice versa are there any dc creators that you want to see head over to marvel um what's your take on netflix getting into comic book publishing i mean you know it's it's pretty i don't know it's it's crazy and exciting news uh, i'm curious to see what everyone else sort of you know what what their take is on it because i i basically have right now at this point i only know uh, what mine is so uh, let us know hit us up at the aforementioned uh addresses make sure you uh also hit us up on twitter uh hashtag SavageLandPod, about the uh contest the drawing that we announced uh last week on our show uh if you let us know your favorite character from thor ragnarok and hashtag savageland or savageland pod with the tweet Uh, then you will be entered into the drawing to win either a uh, trade paperback of a comic book or something random from matt's garage that is entirely up to you which one you win uh and also visit thatmightbecool.com or savagelandpodcast.com either one is the same website and check out our amazon banner uh we would love it. If you if you enjoy the show, if you, you know, want it to keep going, if you want to help support us in some way, that's a great way to do it. Uh, you know, just head over to that might be cool.com. You can click on the little Savage Land icon. Uh, and then there's an Amazon banner on the right side. If you click through that, you know, you can do all your regular Amazon purchases like you would. Uh, but a little portion of that goes uh back to us and, and helps, you know, sort of support our show. Um, if you have an ad blocker enabled on your, uh, you know, Google Chrome or Firefox, whatever you use, you will have to disable that to see the banner. Uh, But I promise you there will never be any pop ups on that website, there will never be any spam. Uh, You know, the only thing that we will ever have is stuff like that Amazon banner. uh, And then you know, banners for uh, any sponsors we might have in the future. But there will never be any pop ups, we're never going to like try and spam you or fish, you know, information or whatever the hell else ads do. Uh, so we would certainly appreciate it if you helped the show through that method. Uh, but you know, hit us up and let us know what your take is on the news. Until next time though, that's it. That might be cool.com. You never know.